0: Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, yeah. Flames victory song. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, coming to you live from the Doug Lacey Basement System Studios downtown. Serving Calgary in Southern Alberta since 1992. Uh, Flint, turn it up. Mm. Yes, sir. By the way, this, this plays really well on the podcast because oh. you can't hear this right now. Yeah, that's the best and part about it. you can't see it. Maddie and I's awful moves. Oh, but they're so good! I had to fight the temptation of biting my upper lip. Mm. Stop it, you. Yeah. Flames <laughs> stick it to Matthew Kachuk and the Panthers 6-2 to two last night. Good Lord, Sergei Bobrovsky's terrible. <laughs> Wolf. Th- Pu still stinks in here. Oof. My goodness. Now I'm trying to, I'm trying to think.
1: That guy was one of the highest. Turn up a little bit more was here. A top two paid player on the ice last night.
0: Burn baby burn.
1: This was a really good choice. <laughs> it honestly works way better than I ever thought it would.
0: Yeah, and that's why our this listeners are the best. Out. Oh, chess. The bees knees. Uh, I think we should have some fun on the text line today too. Like, uh, I, I usually like to have fun on the text line. I
1: love to have fun on the text line. You know me.
0: Uh, two things. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky sucks more than blank. <laughs> 960, 960, name and location. And Racco Gudis' beard is thicker than <laughs> blank. 960, 960, <laughs> name and location. I swear to God, if Racco Gudis had a chicken wing in that thing last night, you wouldn't even tell. Wouldn't
1: have been shocked. No,
0: nope. C- quick little snack if he just shoo, pulled it out of there sucked her dry and then right back in how many pucks do you think that guy could deflect with his beard alone pucks how many could he could deflect like do you think it has yeah. like some some like, like
1: it, density that, to it? it yeah it's that like you dense can, like it's go that up and you are like thick. oh gradco i feel wow, like that's wow i feel like understand. gradco
0: gudas started to shave when he was in the 5th grade <laughs> cuz that thing is so perfectly like there's no
1: and he has to use like you know like lock cutters to Get through the...
0: Yeah, probably. Um, a course strain? Yeah, there's no there's no spot on his face that's not beard. <laughs> no. And uh, he's dude. a tough dude. Yeah. Got railroaded by Milan Lucic, yeah, and then t- that set him off. He was a little angry last night. He was night. a little, a little took salty. A st- took a stupid penalty late in the... And he was like, come on, man. <laughs> um But yeah, keep those rolling in. Sergey Bobrovsky sucks more than blank. Highest paid player on the ice yesterday. Yeah, and um, Rocco Gudas's beard is thicker than blank. 960-960, <laughs> Name and location. Uh, Flames win last night, six to two over the Panthers. Matthew Kachuk's return. Uh, Maddie, you were at the game, right? For two periods. Yep. Move. Yep. Um, you saw the tribute, and I can things work out any better. Uh, he gets a nice warm ovation from the Flames fans. Very respectful. Like I, I imagine, people were very happy to see him. He, he was waving, kind of did the hat tip, while his mouth guard, of course, was out of his mouth. Yep. Um, and then he's the fans subsequently booed him right after the TV timeout when he touched the puck. Isn't that the perfect way to honor Matthew Kachuk?
1: Sports poetry, man. Like, y- you love to see it. That was one of those moments. He gets the standing ovation. He's out there. He's acknowledging the crowd. He's giving him the wave. The, the applause continues longer than I thought. Mm. He goes out for the draw. They win the draw. He gets it immediately. And before most of the fans had been done cheering, it immediately flipped to a boo. And it was like, this is just mint. Excellent work, everybody in attendance. Great job, because I thought that it couldn't have been more fitting. Boo him, because, yeah, he left. But at the same time, celebrate him, because when he was here, he was a lot of fun to cheer for. He was a very good player for this team for quite some time.
0: Uh, There was that one instance in that game last night, Or it shocked everybody in the second period where um, Kachuk kind of accidentally ran into Lindholm and literally helped him up. Yeah. It's like, man, you okay? Like, sorry, man, you okay? That's
1: why I thought that was actually accidental. Because, you know, Matthew Kachuk did a lot of things accidentally on purpose in his time with the Flames, and he would have just gotten out of there. But I do legit think that he might okay. not have seen Lindholm until the last second, and actually was like, "Oh, dude, I hope you're
0: okay." Yeah, because I think they're pals. They sure they had such a good year last year, and he also can thank Lindholm for some of those zeros on his paycheck. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's a two way street. Like I know here. where my bread is buttered. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the contract, Elias. Uh, yeah. yo, Whoa. You okay, man? Like you're fine, right? You're good. Yeah.
1: You can still go play defense, right? Because yeah. I like, don't like doing that.
0: Yeah. I'm the last guy. I want who who wants to hurt you? Because I I know what you did for me here yeah. in Calgary. So uh, that was the best. And and I love the analysis uh, during the intermission. Um, uh, these are human beings. Uh, Matthew Kachuk is human. That was great. Um, he he was kind of a force last night in the third period. Like when that game was 4-2, Matthew Kachuk really started to put it on. Because outside of the first maybe period and a half, Maddie, he's pretty invisible. He had the one try right near the net the Dan Vladar was able to
1: get the glove on that came pretty early on in the first period and then I totally agree I was chasing a Matthew Kachuk four shot prop and uh in the third period he started to get up there he started to manage the puck a little bit but the other thing too about Kachuk is if you're a team that's getting like a lot of offensive zone time and especially in the third he doesn't necessarily have an impact in the sense that he's getting a lot of lengthy puck touches it's a lot of kind of on and off the blade down below the red line and he's mostly trying to just create havoc in front of Dan Vladar and knock home rebounds and deflect point shots and and that type of thing so you don't necessarily notice him as you would like a freewheeling Goudreau or a Barkov who impacts the game on so many different levels like that was one of my biggest takeaways for the Panthers yesterday. No Barkov, huge, and, and Bobrovsky is it's probably washed. Terrible.
0: Yeah, keep those uh, texts rolling in 960, 960, name and location. Sergey Bobrovsky sucks more than blank, and Rako Gudis' beard is thicker than blank. Um, got, a, got a poll question I want to send out. Mm. Uh, Matty Rose, Matt Rose, YYC, at George Russick, at Sportsnet 960. Uh, producer Patrick DeMa back with us as well. Uh, Hooray. Do you, do you guys agree with this? Yeah. Um, So here it is. Are we on the verge of a starting goalie, and I put it in quotation marks, situation with Markstrom and Vladar? I didn't want to call it a controversy. I didn't want to go there. I just wanted to call it a situation. Uh, No, it's Markstrom's team. Yes, Vladar, number one option right now. Or the third option should be a 50-50 split right now. Mm. But is, uh, is Patrick Dumas, is that the right amount of choices there? Are we good with that? uh yeah i think those are some uh worthy choices there the the is there something i'm missing no i think you've got it yeah
2: no i like, yeah i think that's everything
0: and right, always I, i'm gonna i'm gonna hit the tweet button do it dude fire it off yeah yeah yeah. <sighs> oh, like, <sighs> do, do it do it do it done
1: i'm absolutely okay. sweating oh, that, right was, intense. My, that was intense my i can't wait to click and vote knees shaking
0: hands are sweaty <laughs> mom's spaghetti uh that's pretty good. Uh Dustin, real quick. Bobrovsky sucks more than a good vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's better than a Dyson? Oh, like again. Wow. I, he I, said I, a good vacuum,
1: and that's a Dyson. Listen,
0: I appreciate the text about your wife. Uh I am not gonna read that on the <laughs> air. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate Ooh. your Yeah. So keep him rolling. My winky face. Wait. <laughs> <For pulp>? yeah. <laughs> what Yeah. Um keep keep them rolling in 960 960 name and location. Sergey Bobrovsky sucks more than blank and Rako Gudus's beard is thicker than blank. Uh keep them rolling in. Okay, so the goalie thing. These are these are good. Uh, Bobrovsky sucks more than well Rako Gudus whose beard is bigger than Bobrovsky's five hole. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Uh it's pretty good. Um the goalie thing. I tweeted out just now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, are we on the verge of a starting goalie situation? A situation. Um no, yes, should be a fifty fifty split. As it stands right now, today on what is it, November thirtieth? Dan Ladar gives the Calgary Flames today the best chance to win a hockey game. Agree or disagree?
1: Agree. Now I reserve the right to change my mind in a, a week or two's time. Of course. Um, no,
0: no, you should just stick by I, that take forever but, but and ever. But my
1: point being, yes, right now Dan given is giving them the best chance to win. You know, he's gone in three of the last four games. He's looked quite sharp in those three starts that he got. He just got the one win, one overtime result where he allowed just the one goal and then three on 33 against the Carolina Hurricanes and, and honestly didn't really have uh much of a problem with the goals that he was allowing it was more what the team was allowing in that game so I think that right now yeah he's he's giving you a good chance to win you can tell that he is absolutely dialed on not necessarily what his label is as a starter or a backup but when he's in the net he wants to get this team wins and it's something he had talked about recently for the last little bit yeah I I'm playing well, but I'm not getting the wins, and that was frustrating for him. He actually gets the win yesterday, so that's great. Listen, Dan Vodar's a good goaltender, and I think he's going to continue to just get better in this league as he continues to get more and more starting time. There's a lot of goaltenders that are struggling around the NHL right now. Vasilevsky isn't having a good start to his year. Igor Shosturkin isn't having a good start to his year. UC Saros isn't having a good start to his year. Jack Campbell up the road in Edmonton. Not having a good start to his year, but the Flames are in a lucky position that they've got a young goaltender who's getting some, A, valuable experience, and B, giving him some really good minutes, much like what the Oilers are getting from Stuart Skinner up the road. Yep. Now, at the end of the day, you look at the paychecks, I think you know that if Jacob Markstrom isn't starting in game one of the playoffs, maybe you're you're not feeling too cozy about that. Because, listen, Dan Fledar playing well right now, played really well at the start of last season, and then his game fell off a little bit. Yeah. Like, he hasn't shown it for a full entire season that he can be the guy. But right now, mm-hmm. you got to give him that opportunity because, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Oh, we, you, you have to have so many years of work experience before you can get your job here, and, and there's no jobs to, to get said work experience, right? It's, it's one of those tough situations. So right now, roll with the hot hand. Dan Vlar's playing well. you got five games on this homestand. You don't have a back-to-back coming up again until December the 9th and 10th when you're in Columbus and in Toronto uh, to start a five-game road trip. I would assume that we see Jacob Markstrom in at least one of these next four games. The question is when. This feels like, if anything, it would get to more of a tandem than to necessarily a Dan Vladar straight-up starter. But, yeah, for now,
0: I think they'll roll with the guys, giving them some results. Isn't isn't Dan Vladar, could he potentially be where he is at his age? Maybe he's a guy that's a bit of a late bloomer and can turn into a very, very, very good National Hockey League goaltender where he could start somewhere else. And maybe if Dan Vladar is really good here uh, for the next couple weeks, couple months, maybe, and, and he's got cut. Co- and uh, NHL general managers love cost certainty when it's tied to anybody, he's got cost certainty attached to him. Mm-hmm. And we know you got that kid in the Dustin American Hockey Wolf. League who eventually is going to make his way up to the NHL, mm-hmm. either here or somewhere else. Like, the thing is, these, th- are, these are good problems to have that your backup is fighting for the net with your multi-million dollar goaltender who's, on, who's riding the struggle bus right now. These aren't the worst problems in the world to have, goaltending depth in the NHL, because to your point that you just made, if you look around the league, there's a lot of crappy goaltending right now.
1: Yeah, and and you bring up a great point, like probably whatever Sorry. Okay, stop it. Whatever Dan Vladar's future is going to be, whether it is in Calgary as a starter or as a backup or whatever, or whether it's somewhere else, goalies are at a premium. They're without a doubt the hardest position to draft in the NHL. It's a total crapshoot. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't have to ask Flames fans about drafting goaltenders. They'll just bring up the name Mason McDonald and they'll start banging their heads against the wall. But at the same time, if you've got three good guys, Markstrom, Vladar, and wolf down the road, when you've got team control over all three of these guys for the foreseeable future, you're going to have an asset to move at some point, And yep. an asset that is going to be highly regarded. Yep. When you look around the NHL right now, there's 16 teams with sub-900 save percentage, and there's only a couple of teams, or a few teams that are just above that mark, too. And those are playoff teams. Those are... Playoff teams that have of just around 900 save percent. They're going to want help in net. It's one of the hardest positions to trade for in season and get guys acclimatized, too. But it is a position of strength. And right now, the Flames have it. Despite the struggles for Jacob Markstrom, because I still think he's a good goaltender. No, n- still take him I, top
0: I, 10 in the NHL. Sure. Again, this team is going to go as far as ultimately Jacob Markstrom takes them. That's That's essentially what I'm saying. But unless... Dan Vildar is so spectacular the next couple months that all of a sudden he's taking the net. And that's really hard to talk about, uh, or not to talk about, to not mention the contract situation because we see that a lot. Like, just uh, I'm going to kind of use a, an out of, out of, out of uh, hockey example. Mm. How frustrating was Yusei Kikuchi in the summer for the Blue Jays? It's like, why do you keep putting this tomato can out there who cannot find the strike zone? Yeah. Like he, But the reason is because they gave him that big contract. And he's a guy that, yeah, got a big contract, got to go out there on the mound, we got to get something out of you. If Jacob Armstrong wasn't making the dough he's making, I don't think there's any question that Dan Vladar right now is your better option in net. But you can't help but think, oh, the contract gets in the way, the team wants the value in the contract, that this has something to do with it. And it's frustrating, But but it is a part of the situation. It shouldn't be that way. Look, and and if you look at the Flames themselves, they already have one of that situation. Milan Lucic makes a ton of money, and he's a fourth-line player. Like, yeah, with the amount he's paid, he should be in the top six, but he ain't because it was one problem for another, and mm-hmm. I understand why they made that trade. But if you're Daryl Sutter, you don't care what the paycheck is for the guy. You put the guy, in it gives you the best chance to win. And right now, this morning, today, it's Dan Vladar. and so far on our poll question... Uh, our listeners agree. Forty-two point nine percent say yeah, Vladar is the number one option right now.
1: Listen, I, I'm I'm not overly shocked by those results because I think talking, you know, even doing our show, we would get a lot of people who have been kind of clamoring for Dan Vladar. You know, a lot of clamoring for some of the kids down at the farm too. Markstrom struggled to start the season. There's been games where. He has been outstanding for 45 minutes and then let in a bit of a stinker at a moment that was absolutely abysmal for the team and and basically st- sunk a, a a a solid effort for him. And he gets rung up as, oh, another bad goal, another bad game for Jacob Mark. Like he might have made 10 high danger chances as this team was hemorrhaging great opportunities. But then a, a stinker beats him like the McDavid one or the, what was it, Kalia from below the red line yep. when the Kings were in town. Like Oof. there there was just, there, there were goals like that that were not good, but at the same time he was making a lot of strong saves that told you this guy hasn't totally lost it. Yeah. There's just something there that isn't clicking for him right now. And I think he's a guy that's going to be able to get his game back on track, but Right now, he certainly doesn't look like the Vesna-caliber goaltender he was last year. But then again, that's kind of how goalies go year to year. Like, they're the most volatile position. They're like pitchers in the MLB. Like, Robbie Ray was basically picked off the street before he joined the Jays and had a Cy Young-caliber season. Yep. And then he went and he had another good year. But, like, year to year, that was completely different. Yeah. And you can just make different changes Different systems, like there's so many different factors that can go into it. But right now, probably Dan Vladar getting the next start when uh, Sean Monahan and the Montreal Canadiens come to town
0: for Thursday's game. Uh, that that should be super fun. A ton to get to with Calgary six to win last night over the Matthew Kachuk-led Florida Panthers. Keep those texts rolling in. They're really good. 960-960, name and location. I was uh, trying not to look
1: because uh, I'm going to
0: get distracted, yeah. but I'm, Ser- I'm excited. Sergey Bobrovsky sucks more than blank, and Rakul Gudis' beard is thicker than blank. Keep them rolling in. 960-960, name and location. Uh, Anthony Stewart, my buddy, Stewie, NHL on Sportsnet, analyst, former National Hockey Leaguer at 730. James Sharman, head content and senior producer at The Room. 442 uh, will join us. He's been doing a great job uh, do, covering the World Cup for Sportsnet. James Sharman's always great. He's going to join us at 8 o'clock, talk about the World Cup. Julian McKenzie, our pal, Flames writer at The Athletic. At Julian's from Montreal, too, so we can ask him a couple things about the Habs. So uh, Julian's always dialed in on that. Uh, you went to the first two periods of the game last night. You watched it at home. Uh, my number one takeaway from the Blasty jerseys, because, you know, I like I like to make sports fashion my passion. Um, the blasty, jer- <laughs> the blasty. Stop it! The like, blasty.
1: So mad that you said that.
0: The blasty jerseys and producer Patrick in on this. Uh, they look great on television. They look great in real life. They they, they were sharp. It yeah, was they- one.
1: It was one of the most disappointing parts about Jacob Markstrom not getting the start. Is he has his a, mask? He has a nasty kit oh, to go with the blasty yeah. jerseys. And Dan Vladar looks like he got those those pads out of a Costco the day before yeah. <laughs> the
0: day of. <laughs> Yeah, but Mark He went to Sporchak to buy yeah, the pads yeah, right before the game. Yeah. Well, oh, I got to match these. Yeah. Do yeah, you guys have anything with like, yeah, but I get, like, black? Or, like red? I, well, I get why. Like, <laughs> you could see because no, I understand. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm such a nerd. I'm like, oh, I go, that's interesting that Vladar has the white with the black stripe inside. So it looks like his five holes open, but it isn't. Yeah, sure. It's like an optical illusion thing. Yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. that. But yeah, the Blasty, they look good last night. I'm not going to lie. I think, I don't know, hot take, I, but we have yet to see the pedestal jersey.
1: There was a few of them in the crowd, though. I will say here, there yeah. was a lot of them in the crowd But it's yesterday. all about how
0: they look on television.
1: I agree. That was, well, that was my tweet when they came out, right? Yeah. I, I, I said, can I, I think they're good. You, I don't think they're great. I don't think they're bad. But I'll wait until I see them ro- like live. Like, Flames
0: fans are spoiled with the sweaters in this city. Oh, yeah. Like, when the pedestal is
1: the, the fourth one on the totem pole, and I don't even think it's a bad jersey. Yeah. I just don't think it's amazing. Yeah. The blasty ones looked good last night. The blastie's good and in your home and away kits are beautiful. Come on.
0: Yeah, you're channeling a lot of uh Jerome McGill on uh on a video game cover, mm-hmm. NHL cover. Uh you're just channeling a lot Robin of Robin Ward Yeah, look really Leopold. good. They look really good last night. Yeah. they looked really good. They um, look
1: real sharp and uh I don't think it was a surprise. Dylan Dube and Andrew Moncipani played well in those jerseys. Dube, okay. Yeah,
2: man, it's he only plays in those jerseys. It seems uh, so. <laughs>
0: we're <laughs> That's pretty good. Right. The we're gonna we're gonna sprint <laughs> your face. We're gonna talk about all that stuff straight ahead in the Rose Report. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who, by the way, I I I don't know. Like I should know this, and I'm the host of the show, <laughs> but my girlfriend doesn't know that, uh, which is super funny. <laughs> that, that <laughs> She's like, "You're the host." I'm like, yeah, "Oh, good God." <laughs> So, no, I'm serious about that. So, uh, producer Patrick DeMont, when you're here, do you do the soccer report or Alex Brody still does it? Uh, When I'm here, I do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Alex, does that hurt your feelings or no? No, Are you okay with that? No, no, no. Alex
2: did a great job when I was co-hosting last week. Uh, Yeah, he did. He did 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 a great job job yesterday. yesterday. Because I told him
0: to cut it down a little bit. And he'll he'll
2: actually be able to do the final week when I'm not here. So, that'll be all on him. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, how long are
0: you going to have this thing? So, I know. Ah, uh, it's excuse. not five minutes, is it? Uh, no, be. I can. I can okay. Okay. It Hack that quicker down quicker than five. A bit. Yeah. Uh, keep those texts rolling in; they're great. Um, <laughs> some I can't even read on the air. I wish I could because they're very clever. Um, nine sixty, nine sixty, name and location. Bobrovsky sucks more than blank. And Rako Gudas's beard is thicker than blank. Nine sixty, nine sixty, name and location. The Rose Report is straight ahead. We'll give you a soccer report. Lots of juice in that Iran. United States matchup yesterday. England punches Wales in the mouth. We got matches on today. Lots of stuff to talk about the World Cup. It's all straight ahead. Check out the poll question, too, at George Russick and Matt Rose YYC at Sportsnet 960. Do we got a goaltending Mm. situation, a starting goaltending situation right now with Markstrom and Vladar? Weigh in on the poll question on the old Twitter as well. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to the big show with Russick
3: and Rose on the official home of your calgary flames sportsnet nine sixty the fan.
0: It's the big show, Russick and Rose sportsnet nine sixty the fan coming to you live from the Doug Lace me, Doug Lace Doug, Doug Lacey, Basement <laughs> Systems downtown Studio. I'm such a professional broadcaster. <laughs> As mediocre as they come You know who's not mediocre? Anthony Stewart From the <laughs> NHL on Sportsnet at 7.30
1: Stu Monroe
0: Love me some Stewie uh, We gotta get him to uh, Cause he does the face thing We gotta get him to do something with you <laughs> Cause he's done it to me a couple times Like in these situations He has to do that with you too We'll get Cause he even has a couple burner accounts He likes to use on Twitter <laughs> He does He totally does We'll ask him to do something Good for with your him. face. Yeah, with your face. Good for him. James Sherman on the I World like Cup. That. Okay. Our producer, Patrick Dumont, uh, will get you caught up on what went down yesterday in Qatar and what to look forward to today at the tournament as uh, group stage games are wrapping up. But right now, my probably my favorite part of my entire week is 6.30 a.m. Eastern, or Mountain Time. 6.30 Eastern, we're still sleeping. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I'm here. No, no Maddie's here, here. grinding I'm away.
0: <laughs> you and I are still sleeping, Patrick, because we're yeah. lazy <laughs> S.O.B.s. Keep those. <laughs> Somebody's grinding here. I have no idea what time Alex gets here either. I have no idea. Five. Okay, like on the dot. It's kind of yeah. But I, I did bring you... up. I did bring you guys coffees today. So <laughs> a nice day. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm a little but, sleepy. Yeah, no, it's just. Hey, as long as we're as clicking at six o'clock. That's why that that we're way harder. It's I just... can't. I can't wait till I open my Jim Thornton's franchise and host this show at the same time. All right. Uh, Jim, Jim, Jim- Joe. Can we call it
2: Joe Thornton's? No. Without Joe Thornton's. How, how uh,
0: dare you try to submarine my idea, Patrick Dumont? <laughs> Roll up the cup to win. See? <laughs> well, Joe didn't win See? a cup.
2: So there we go. That's a
0: winning idea. <laughs> Jim Thornton's is where it's at. Hey, can I get a scoff pack of Jim Bits? <laughs> Jim Bits? Jim Bits. Yeah. Jimbits. Yeah. Scof Jimbo's. Pack. Yes, quick scoff pack. There's <laughs> like many? 14. Oh, 14. Just a yes, random. But it's random... way cheaper. <laughs> it's $1.99 for a scoff pack of Jimbits. 960, 960, name and location on the text line. Um, Sergey Bobrovsky sucks more than blank. Please just try to keep it radio-friendly, because some of these we can't read, and they're really good. Yeah, they are. And Rocco Gudis' beard is thicker than blank, 960-960, name and location. But right now, it's time for the Rose Report, brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match, then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast.
1: Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose
0: hey
1: yes sir welcome friends come one come all to this wednesday report we'll go over last night's flames game which featured the return of matthew kachuk uh
3: i don't even i don't even know how to answer that question i don't know i've got no idea
1: uh we'll take a spin around the rest of the nhl slate eight other games three other canadian teams Raptors back in action. I got a Jays note for you, Georgie. Mm. So we'll dive on in, but we'll start with the Flames. Calgary returning home from a six-game roadie to welcome the Panthers and Matt Kachuk rocking the Blasty jerseys. Beautiful. Oh, chef's kiss. So beautiful. These two clubs played just last weekend when the Flames began their road trip with Calgary taking a 5-4 victory via a shootout. The Panthers playing the second game of a five-game Western Conference trip after they lost to the Oilers in OT on Monday. Dan Vladar getting the start, his third, in the last four games as Daryl Sutter opted to roll with a hot hand for this one. Not that Vladar had grabbed a win in those two previous starts, but he had played well. One goal on 39 shots against the Penguins, three goals on 33 shots against the Hurricanes. First period was eventful. Blake Coleman would take an early penalty. Shoulders perhaps sagged a little bit with the play of late. The Flames had lost three games going into the contest, but the crowds would get out of their seats in a hurry. Ryan
3: blind pass is picked off by Majapati, we've got a 2 1 1. Majapati dangles it and centers. Yuve scores! On a beautiful pass from Andrew Majapati. Dylan Dubé goes forehand to backhand and buries it.
1: A uh, egregious turnover by Sam Reinhardt in the offensive zone sends manjapani and Dubé. Uh, a great job by manjapani to A, go wide, give himself some extra room, toe drag to the middle, to the pass. Great finish by Dubé.
0: How many fans were watching that game there at the game last night and on television saying, where the hell has this been lately? Yep. Where's the speed of Dubé and Mangiapane? Where's this been? Because the DNA line was Tenacious back to the, three. Was stop trying to make that happen. The DNA line was was back to being the DNA line. They were all over the place. The DNA line was all over the place last night. They the looked Calgary more Flames. like themselves. They they did. Yes. Where, where has this been? Why what, what where was the speed? What was wrong? Exactly. They look like those two guys again last night. And I thought they were terrific, and I thought Kadri was good last night. That entire line was a difference maker for the Calgary Flames last night.
1: Dubase fourth, just 3.05 into the game. They'd successfully get that kill, get to the first TV timeout, where, in fact, it was the Matt Kachuk tribute video. And it was a good video. Absolutely loved the nice, solid applause, followed by immediate boos as he got the first touch of the puck out of the commercial break. Just uh great job by everyone in attendance. Shortly after, good forecheck from the Flames, Radko Gudis puts the puck over the glass and sent the Flames to the power play.
3: Huberdeau to Lindholm. now into the far corner to Kadri. Kadri will back it up to the blue line, Anderson winds and fires, it's loose in front, they jam away and score! Guess who? Huberdeau, Jonathan Huberdeau, scoring a power play goal against his former team, the Panthers.
1: Hoobie, dooby doo Fourth of the year, pokes a loose punk pass to sprawling Bobrovsky after the hard point shot from Rasmus-Anderson. Calgary up 2-0, Bobrovsky, shaky. Vladar not shaky. The most evident, the Flames scoring their third goal. Play
3: left point, and a shot tipped and kicked away by Bobrovsky. Anderson scores! Super smart pinch by Raspa Sanderson who walks in, winds, fires, and scores.
1: That was a uh, little bit of uh... pizza Pizza, pizza. From uh, old Bobrovsky kicking that out yeah, into the terrible slot. Terrible rebound control. And then Anderson walks in. Bobrovsky drops like three seconds before
0: the shot comes and under the bar. And hey, bada boom, bada bing. Um, is Rasmus Anderson on pace to have a career high in points? Uh, maybe he's on the, pace for like sixty-five. Yeah, so that would be yes. Uh, the lowest. Um, like the the, lead, the most flying under the radar storyline in the Calgary Flames so far this season. But yeah. he's pace to have his best year offensively.
1: There were some down games on that road trip where I was like, oh, woof. But that was whoa, a it. humongous step in the right direction. And for a guy that has been asked to play even more minutes than he typically would, you know, e- even though he's the number one defenseman on this team, he's probably best suited to be a 23, 24 minute guy. And when they were without Stone and they were yeah. without Tanev and all that, he was getting up 28, 29. He can do it, but it taxes the guy.
0: Yeah, um, last night again. Uh, he's he's frustrating too to Flames fans. He's usually like usually steady, but when you see that offensive upside that he has, and I thought he was great on the power play last night too. The way he's distributing around the puck, uh, willing to shoot, got a nice heavy shot from the point. I really liked what he liked uh, what how he played last night, and that's what makes him frustrating too. It's like okay, we need you need more of that if this team is going to win because again, it's it's the strength of this team, depth. And I thought last night he was great on the power play. And we kind of painted over the fact that Jonathan Huberto opened the scoring. Did did it go off Lindholm? Did it didn't? It was very confusing. That goal was such a scramble in front on the power play. I don't know who really scored it, but Huberto got there. I thought Huberto was fantastic last night, too.
1: I thought he played very well. There were some of the passes that he was making that you were like, oh, that was like the first week of the season when you were kind of like, Yeah, you'll get to the Toffoli goal coming up, which was a gross pass. Disgusting. But we'll get there in a moment. Uh, Physical first period as well. Lucic yeah. ran over Gudis, uh, yeah, I believe it was Coleman running over Lundell, Dube got Forsling in the neutral zone, I like seeing that from the Flames, and the second it was the Cats turn to push, talked about it on Monday's program, but the bad penalties, penalties that aren't to avoid a goal against and are typically avoidable in nature, those are bad penalties, like for example, a too many men penalty, just a brain fart and the Panthers made the Flames pay. It was Forsling with a shot tip, and Cousins
3: scores! That is a beautiful pass by Gustav Forsling. And on the doorstep, the puck is redirected in by Nick Cousins. Felt
1: that one coming. Flames had a couple chances to clear the puck, but they don't. Ekblad with an excellent keep in at the blue line. Feeds it to Forsling, finds Cousins' back door. That got the Panthers on the board. The Flames would take another penalty, but they would get the kill on that one. It was a Qadri high stick. It was after their own power play that they would get their three-goal lead back.
3: Kenzie Weger winds and fires and just misses the net. Rebound. Brett Ritchie trying to get to it. Scores! With Sergei Bobrovsky falling down, Brett Ritchie bounces it off of the Panthers' goaltender and into the net.
1: Yeah, Derek was being polite there. I don't know what Bobrovsky was doing. Flopping around like a fish. Basically pulled the puck into the net himself. Yeah, but hey, five bingos for Brett Ritchie. How to be? He he looked like a ball hockey goalie last night. <laughs> I know it was. He awful. was fighting it last night. <laughs> that guy makes five hundred thousand dollars more than Matthew Kachuk per year.
0: Yeah, yeah, but again, people love to crap on contracts. And I saw our producer Patty Dumal tweeted something out too about Boborowski's contract. Don't forget when he signed with the Panthers, they were like one of the dregs of the league. And that was a big deal that they got a big-time free agent. They needed somebody like him to sign with the Panthers. Again, at the time, it was a good signing. Like that's what happened. It, was, yeah, it wasn't a yeah.
1: good like it was an important signing, but they but, still had to overpay
0: to get the guy there. Okay, sure. Because the team was so terrible and Bobrovsky wanted to play in South Florida, which I don't blame. But I'm just saying, like, everyone craps on contracts. They might and stuff, have sewered their window they, by
1: signing that deal.
0: Yeah, and let's not. It's one of the
1: worst contracts in the NHL. Again,
0: I'm not I'm not planning the flag on Mount Bobrovsky right now, because <laughs> keep those texts rolling in. Nine sixty, nine sixty, name and location. He sucks more than blank. But um, he was really good last year for the Panthers down the stretch. And reason why they were so good in the regular season. And then they do what they do in the playoffs. They they wilt and they they go away. But, yeah, he's terrible right now. And those goals that went in on the Flames last night, talk about confidence boosters. Oh, yeah. Like, Richie must have been like, that went in? Really? Like, I really probably shouldn't even shot that from that angle. And yet <laughs> it found its way in. Yep.
1: That's how it's going for him right now. And
0: guys on the bench know, like, you get, like, eyes wide open, you see, like, oh my God, I get a shot on Bobrovsky because chances are it might go in, even if it's a total, even it's a total muffin.
1: And that's probably what happened with Nikita Zadorov because he started roaming all over the ice. Eventually, turned the puck over, and the puck yeah, ended up in the back of the net on Dan on the knuckle puck beating Dan Vladar. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, but that's how uh, the Panthers did end up getting their second goal. I didn't love that one for Vladar. That I don't. I only saw a couple of replays when I was in the building. It, it was didn't, weak. didn't look like it got deflected. It looked like it was just like. He's gonna have that. One of those knucklers that's kind of weird, but you got to have
0: it. Yeah, you got to have it. And maybe that was was the only... Blemish? Yeah, the only blemish on how incredible he was last night. Because you can talk about that weak goal that made it 4-2, but he shut the door there in the third period because the Panthers really turned it up there Mm -hmm. in the first five minutes uh, after the kill. Uh, They were really good, and he made some big-time saves. And he made that really nice save on Matthew Kuchok with the glove, too. And
1: the one on Sam Bennett from the slot that led to this.
3: Gennar makes another terrific stop. And here comes Huberto on a breakaway. He dekes, he shoots, and he's stopped by Bobrovsky. What a save by Bobrovsky. And after Foley, scores!
1: It was a nice save by Bobrovsky there. And then Huberto beats three guys in the corner in a puck battle, puts it into the slot where there is not a cat to be found, To Foley one time or under the bar Not many goalies are going to stop that guy When he can walk into that thing Um, That would pretty much be it The Flames take a 6-2 victory after Mangiapani and Dubé scored on a 2-on-0 With a minute left in the game (laughs) Post game, Daryl Sutter talked about The Flames were able to maintain Their lead throughout the contest We started with the lead and we kept the lead So, take it You're always concerned coming home from the trip The energy level and all that So, we got some big games that are. or four big D. Those two pairs were awesome, and then those kids up front were really good too. and dupes.
0: Um, I thought that the top six was great last night, mm-hmm. and I thought the bottom six. And again, I would not be negative. It's a big six-two win, important win for the Flames last night. I thought the bottom six was fairly invisible last night.
1: Thing for me with that backline is if the other te- if the other two groups are going. You don't need to see the Backlund line as much. You can kind of get their ice time a little bit lower down. And on top of that, Backlund and Coleman are just two of your better shutdown guys. Yeah. I agree. I didn't feel like I noticed the bottom six a whole ton yesterday. But I wouldn't necessarily look at it's, it and say,
0: well, that's a problem. No, and even Backlund did, did some nice work on the PK. Had a couple chances yep. there on the PK. It's great. I'm just saying that that's that's a great victory when essentially you didn't get much out of your bottom six. Outside of that just really terrible Richie goal that never should have went in in the NHL. But that's fine. That that's a solid solid win by the Calgary Flames last night in an emotional game. Like I think I think that's something we need we need to talk about here and discuss and give Flames credit. It's not an easy game to win. A lot of a lot of guys on the team, know that guy. It was a big emotional game at the at the dome last night, a lot of people gave the applause, booed the guy a lot. They're a good fast team, and I know they're missing Barkov, and that's an enormous hole in their lineup. But I thought the Flames did a great job of neutralizing their speed. Dan Vladar stood on his head. On to Montreal on Thursday.
1: Huberdeau asked about the Hoops' better chance that yes. started out after that Tyler Toffoli goal. Yeah, I know. I didn't hear that, but uh, well, that's kind of funny, obviously. But no, I mean, you know, obviously he left here, so they're probably. You know, I got me and weak, so but now I'm glad it's over for for the year. And now I can just focus on, on the season.
0: Yeah, cool to see. Yeah, but on the, but now it's over. Good. Uh, I wasn't crazy about that quote at the end. I'm glad it's you know we can focus on the season. Like those yeah. games, you should be able to you know get up for and elevate his play, and he did that last night. So, yeah, I, I think he played great last night. And he's the guy that everyone's focusing on here with the flame struggles. Yeah, oh, We honest. need Jonathan Huberto to produce, and he did a great job of doing that last night.
1: We'll flip it over. As mentioned, uh, it's the Canadiens in action on Thursday. Another emotional return. I don't know how much Sean Monahan is going to be booed. I would argue zero because that guy was an absolute warrior for this team. But we'll find out. The Canadiens were hosting the Sharks, trying for a third straight win to cap off their month of November. San Jose going into Montreal with just one win in their last six. These teams went a combined 0 for 11 on the power play, but the Sharks would win it. Tomas Tomas, Hurdle, Logan Couture, and Kevin LeBanc all had two-point nights as the final score in this one ended up being 4-0 for the San Jose Sharks.
0: Uh, I watched some of this game last night before the Flames game. Mm Hmm. Um... I think one of the most jarring things I've ever seen in my life was the Sharks have the number one penalty kill in the NHL. I know, it's like... I'm like, the Sharks?
1: Yeah, it's... Really? It's, it's over really, 90%. Yeah, they're above the Mendoza line strictly because of their PK. Yeah. Like, we did the we did our quarter mark pop quiz last week while you were away. And one of the it's questions... It's a lot of fun. We'll do one at halftime. I promise we'll invite you. Uh, The Mendoza line is 100, right? If your power play and your PK
0: are at 100, you're doing good. If you're over 110, you're elite. There were three teams. Is this the Scotty Bowman thing that he came up with years ago? Yeah,
1: it's kind of one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. There were three teams above 110, and one of them was the Sharks. Get out of here. All because they're PK.
0: Well, and... Their power play because of Eric Carlson. That's such an incredible year. Exactly. It, and, but, even, but it man, was jarring it, seeing that But the night.
1: power play isn't like, oh, it's not like 35%. It's yeah. good, but it's not blowing people away. Uh, Canucks were hosting the Washington Capitals. Vancouver was looking for their fourth straight victory. Some red-hot Canucks going into this one, looking to extend some streaks. Andre Kuzmenko 10 points in his previous five games. Pedersen, JT Miller, both of them hot as well. But all eyes were on Alex Ovechkin in the contest last night.
3: Quinn Hughes on the end boards, turned it over, Ovechkin in front, he scores! Alex Ovechkin pounces on the turnover from Quinn Hughes. And at the end of the slot for Strong, left side, Ovechkin one-timer, he scores! Alex Ovechkin sets the NHL record for goals away from home. It's his second of the night, 403rd on the road, and the Capitals lead 2-0. The
1: great eight passes the great one,
0: Two goals on the road. He now holds the record for the most rolled goals ever in the NHL. I don't think there's any question he's the greatest goal scorer we've ever seen in the National Hockey League. When Wayne Gretzky says, yeah, he's the the goat when it comes to goal scoring, and the guy just keeps getting it done, and I'm excited for Saturday's game. Central Division clash, we had the... uh Avalanche taking on the Jets.
1: Winnipeg 13-6-1 entering this game just a couple points ahead of Colorado at 12-6-1. Jets won the first meeting of the season. This game, not so close.
3: Bounced off the shit pads of Shifley in the high slot. Here's Wheeler right down Broadway. Shoots and scores! Blake Wheeler with the fourth hat trick of his career! And the hats will start to rain down! And it's 5 nothing. 0
0: Winnipeg! As they rip the sea away from his sweater. All right, Paul, so
1: Paul Edmonds on Power 97 with the call. Avalanche with the Power drag.
0: 97. Home of the Jets, baby. How about the Jets? Coming up ACDC after the break. Don't go anywhere.
1: Wheeler with four points, including the Hattie. Avalanche gets shut out 5 nothing in Winnipeg. Connor Hellebuck, 40 saves Woo. in the shutout effort. Other action. How about the slobber knocker in the Pacific Division? The Kraken, with an Andre Burakovsky overtime winner, they beat the Kings nine eight. It's a beer league game. This game had twelve goals scored in the first thirty minutes. It's the first time in a dozen years they've had that many goals scored in the first thirty minutes of an NHL game. Ridiculous. Bruins became the fifth team in NHL history to post consecutive twenty uh, to post consecutive wins twenty in a row. The Bruins have won twenty home games in a row, going back to last season. They're the fifth team in NHL history to do so. Pretty impressive uh, as they beat Tampa three and, to one. And our man
0: uh, Jack Edwards talking about uh, Pat Maroon. And yeah, died. Pretty good.
1: Fat Pat Maroon is yep. brutal.
0: Have another pizza. <laughs>
1: no good. Uh, Pesci scored the OT winner. The Canes <laughs> uh, were able to beat the. Don't know who the Canes took on yesterday. They won in overtime three to two. Penguins. Uh,
0: I watched some of that. Uh, game Penguins. Yes. Uh, the Canes last
1: Roman night. Yossi scored the OT winner as the Predators beat the Ducks two to one. And we had a rowdy game between the Flyers and the Islanders. Two fights in the first 10 seconds. The Flyers would win 3-1 to and break a 10-game losing streak. Just four games tonight. Some CanCon. Oilers on the road to battle the Blackhawks at 7.30. Mitch Marner and the Leafs host the Sharks at 5. Senators and Rangers also go at 5. Sabres in Detroit to battle the Red Wings. Rupe Hintz got a nice Ooh. new contract. Eight times $8.45 million for the Stars' centermen. Uh, And that's pretty much it for the NHL news. Raptors are in action tonight. They'll visit the Pelicans at 6 o'clock. And uh, also wanted to drop this in here for you, Georgie. But Shai Davidi of SportsCenter, of course,
0: reporting Don Mattingly is going to be the new bench coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. I love it. Uh, Be be the right-hand man to John Schneider because we know in that playoff loss to the Mariners, some questionable decisions by John Schneider, which ultimately cost the Blue Jays that game and maybe a deep run in the playoffs. But when you look at that bullpen and what it looked like, great that Don Mattingly's coming in here, but Ross and Mark still have to upgrade that pen because it's nowhere near World Series caliber.
1: And Todd Woodbridge thinks Canada's Davis Cup win should have an asterisk because they replaced Russia.
0: Oh, my God. That's it. And good night, and good luck to you, sir. Yeah, Todd Woodbridge. Part of the Woodies, the fame double's Team the Woodies, yeah. From he's Australian, yeah. He good job, real butt hurt, yeah. <laughs> why don't you just Th- thank you for mixing that in? Why don't you just beat the eight seed then, yeah. bud? Um, hey, that rose report was brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent on Fifty First Avenue, Third Street Southeast. We got a couple minutes to go here before we get to the break, but we got we got to fill you in. On what went down at the world cup in qatar yesterday oh. with our man producer patrick dumont take it away patty d nobody uh, calls you that yeah well you, you did all right
2: and the soccer report is brought to you by certainty the pro's choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems certainty pro all the way yesterday saw the netherlands senegal england and the americans all advance three more nations will join them france brazil portugal in the knockout stage group d Kicks us off today with the surprising Socceroos taking on the Danes and a matchup that should be spirited, knowing, that, uh, knowing the colonial ties as Tunisia take on France. But both those games coming your way up at 8 a.m. Uh, just a reminder goal differential is the first tie break, then goals for, then head to head. We know France has progressed and will go through as group winners, barring a disaster of unforeseen circumstances. A win for Australia over Denmark will put the Aussies through. They can get through on a draw unless Tunisia beat france denmark will go through with a win over australia unless tunisia beat france it will then go to goal difference uh, a draw with the aussies does the danes no good tunisia they have the longest odds of getting out the group they need to beat france and hope australia and denmark both end in a draw group c's matchups go at noon a battle between two of the greatest of this generation is robert Lewandowski and poland duel with Lionel messi and argentina it's simple for poland a win and a win or a draw we'll see them through to the round of 16. They can also advance with a loss, providing Saudi Arabia do not beat Mexico. Argentina must get the full three points today to guarantee themselves a spot in the knockout stage. Uh, They can get through on a draw, but Saudi Arabia and Mexico must draw or have Mexico beat Saudi Arabia by four goals or more. Argentina has not missed the next round of the World Cup since the 1962 edition. Simple scenario for the Saudi Arabians. Win and they will qualify for the round of 16 for the first time since 1994. They can also get in on a draw If Poland beat Argentina and the curse of the fifth game, Quinto Pardito might not even have a chance to be broken as Mexico face an uphill battle. If they want to make it to the round of 16 for a seventh straight world cup, they need to beat Saudi Arabia. Uh, They have yet to score a goal in this tournament as well. And Poland need to beat Argentina. If Poland and Argentina draw Mexico, would need to win by four goals or more to advance. And that is your soccer report brought to you by certainty pros choice for roofing, siding,
0: drywall, insulation, and ceiling system, certainty, pro all the way. Great job, uh, producer Patrick Jamal. There was a lot of juice in that Iran-United States matchup we'll yesterday. It, w- it was very, very good. And uh, I watched the Fox broadcast. Oh, know, like, at wow. The pro-American side of things. Uh-huh. Man, they're like, hooray, America, for just five more minutes to go here. Stay on the edge of your seat. <laughs> it was good. And then, and then Captain America scored the goal, took he the knee to the abdomen. Took one in the chick, uh, you
2: know. One then the lower Pulisic? the lower extremities. Chris Evans? No. Christian Pulisic. Yeah. He was in the Who, hospital too last night. Is he was he really? It's yeah. that severe? Like, does I, he have a cracked rib or something? No, it was it was his uh it was his uh it was his twigs and berries that got kicked. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was an, it was the knee though yeah. of the Iranian keeper. Yeah, so he had to go. I guess something happened. He had to go to the hospital. Oh boy. Yeah. He says he's gonna be good for Saturday against the Dutch.
0: We'll Are you see. sure? He he says it. He, he, he snapchatted, tweeted it out or whatever. Okay, we'll see. But from the bed, what a legendary, what a legendary goal for him! And hey, credit them. Uh, if if it wasn't for that suspect throw in in that game against Wales, where um, Gareth Bale got awarded the PK, mm-hmm. the Americans don't concede a goal in this go tournament so far. Group winners, maybe. Yeah, they've been pretty good. And uh, you know what? I think they got a puncher's chance against the Dutch, who haven't looked that impressive. No, they have not. They look very clunky. Yeah, I don't know. I like I-, I like to cheer for Team USA at the World Cup. Because they, they have this underdog feel, it's weird when the Americans are underdog when you want them to lose at everything. But I kind of like the American soccer team. I know Patty Dumont, I think you dislike the American soccer team. Mm, not a fan of them. See, but I, I kind of—it's I mainly their supporters. So I don't, I'm not a fan of their supporters, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, more hot World Cup talk straight ahead. Can't wait. Uh, James Sharman. I. Why did my internal sarcasm meter just go up? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I don't know why. Uh, James Sharman later on in the program. Anthony Stewart at 7:30. The NHL on Sportsnet. Keep those—they're pretty good. Keep those texts rolling in. Five uh, nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Oh, I'm oh, I'm up.
1: Up. Well, it's oh no! I didn't.
0: Come I didn't. Got to be at least a quarter. No, no. Oh, that, that right was here. close. <laughs> That's Toronto radio. Nine sixty nine. Is our hotkey page working? <laughs> I think it is. Yay! Technical it it. stuff. About time around here. Keep those texts rolling in. We nine sixty nine sixty. Well oiled machine. Oh yeah. name and location. Bobrovsky sucks more than blank, and Rocco Gudis' beard is thicker than blank. 960-960, name and location. More on the Flames. 6-2 win over Matthew Kachuk and the Panthers. Straight ahead, it's the Big Show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. 960, 960-960, the fan.